Yeah, we're back in the pod. We're back in the pod. Um, today we have a, a big man in the pod, a good friend of mine, a man I <laughs> uh, kind of grew up with. And uh, let me introduce Jomo. <laughs> yeah, like, long, long time. But let me introduce Jomo before we begin. Jomo, what's going on, bro? Yeah, man, I'm good. We're searching for football today. Well, we're still in football because he's a football fan. Actually, she's a Chelsea fan of that. <laughs> Serious? Yeah. Uh, Just bring people with the agenda, boy. Chelsea, nah. You bring people with the agenda on this show. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, it's no other than Marshall C. Then you're Olympian, Marshall C. Then you're other other thing. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Cool, cool, cool. Everything cool? You're chilling, you know? What's up with you guys? We good, we good. Just cool. Pick up yourself, Marshall. Pass the peak point. You know you. Do. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's only point man for two on the show. Boy, Lord, I'm gonna see. Yeah. <laughs> I just started being man from Gaspar. Hello, hello. Yeah. Well, Marshall, you going with your training and Yeah, we just um started training like our 2021 season like three weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we in like our first phase of training right now. But how COVID was for you, given um, that the season cut short and all kind of thing? Um, so basically, in I want to say March, we got an email that they were shutting down our facility. So our gym, our track was basically shut down. So we had to improvise. So we was like, that's anywhere we find a, like our coach, like my coach, he, he find a like, a, like a recreational field. And we were able to use that for like, I want to say like a two months, and then we had to switch to another field because they shut that field down because you know too much of gathering and stuff. So we, you know, we just improvise and make it work. Okay. Well, I see a lot of sports in America at the training with masks on. That the case with you? Um. So it's advised that we wear masks in our gym. So once we enter the gym, I want to interact because you know when we use our gym, there are other people there as well. So once we like you know walking about. You know, going to the bathroom, walking into the gym. Yeah, it's advised that we wear our masks. Even outdoors too? Nah, nah. Because oh. on our track, is just our group alone. So, be- so before training starts, we have to all take like a mandatory COVID test to make sure oh. we're all negative. Yeah, I was, then... <clears throat> I was not about to ask that actually if you're getting tested. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, definitely. So you, you didn't have What's any... The testing period? Yeah, go ahead, John. What's the testing period, Marshall? How often they test you all? Um, well, they're trying to do one every month, every month because, like, our coach advises us not to really interact. Like, you know, I go out to the clubs or whatever, not to interact much with outsiders from practice and all. You know, they say, like, one athlete being irresponsible. So it's just a matter of being smart and, you know, that's falling protocol. Okay, no problem. And you've been in Florida for the entire COVID 19 since the borders closed, or you, you had a chance to yes. come home? Nah, I've been here since. Last time I came to Trinidad would have been last year, Christmas. So I've been here since like January 1st till now. I see you in Gaspar, though. Yeah. It was the other day. <laughs> oh. Nah, that would have been last year. Last year? That was last year because I came back January 1st. So that oh. would have been like last year, Christmas. Time flying, though. I feel, I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like more than a year, yes? <laughs> well, um... I know you're an Olympian and a medalist in you know, all, all kind of stuff. And you're probably, it's either you're going to remember, not remember this or you're going to remember and deny it. 
Wala na ako join Brooklyn. Are we used to start training? Are we used to start training? I used to be training when we had the fours and the twos. I know, no, what are you is now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely you were, you was a good athlete. You should have continued track career, but I guess you had other plans. It's not so, me. I, Things just happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a video? No, well, you should sleep for naps. Yeah, how all that speed? It's, it's 400. It's, it's 400. You still on that was my list. Okay. Yeah, two on four. Yeah, yeah. I hate to be four back then. I, I know that. I know fun. that. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. Back then, I just wanted to have fun, you know, like after school, let's do some sprints. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, yeah. you you come in Brooklyn, you're running one and two. You one and two, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah it was a sprint. And then when I went to Trevor James, he switched me to the four. You were like, yeah. you built like Jeremy Warren, so I'm going to make you run the 400. So yeah, I, I agree. Uh, use, a, use a 400 at least. That's why I end up doing, making the switch. Well, I um, find that so funny. <laughs> when I think of you, I think about 400. And I just say, boy, I feel like this man built for the 400. To know that <laughs> so one, one and two is like... But yeah. the thing is, the one and two, I'm not going to lie, the one and two is like the, the premier fun events, where it's like... You know, you just have to run a straight line or you just have to run like a curve and then a straight line. Versus the four is like strategy. You got to like train. Like we have like different training cycles where we do specific stuff for the four. And like the training for the four is like very, very hard. It, yeah, it is. It is. And, and yeah. Four, I mean, each event is hard in its own way. Yeah, it is. It is 400. It is a sprint. Yeah, you're saying it's like, easy as sprinting looks like the one and the two. When I train with the sprinters, I'm like, nah. I don't know how these guys does this, but I'm going back to the four. Yeah. So I guess like, yeah, you, you just gifted in different events. So once your body builds or your mind, you know, you just, you're good. Okay. And I think like even locally, I don't think people just give the 400 the respect it deserves. That's exactly. Like everybody yeah. more hype the 100 and 200 because I just want to see people burst off. Like yeah. 400 yeah, yeah, because yeah, they don't yeah, have yeah, that yeah. instant climax. Is yeah, like yeah, a yeah, that is true. That is true. Definitely, definitely. Everybody want to see one and two. And to be honest, as you say, Trinidad, that happened local, like internationally too, because people just love the excitement of the one, especially yeah. the hundred. So all the hundred meter events, they are like premier events across the board around the world. You know, the women's hundred, the men's hundred, they just love that excitement of this. You know, who is the fastest man in the world? Yeah. And I, that yeah. is, events come from the 400, so yeah. I think the 400, sorry. 400 is an art, more, more thing. It's an art. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I would say the definitely. 4, because I find the 8 a little kind of, it's a little to get out the custom too, but the 4 just starting, keeping your pace and saving your energy for that final <laughs> then Yeah, like, yeah, that's still, Whereas when you're running the 100, it's just about getting a good start and just pouring through with everything. So it's just like raw yep. athleticism, where it's, before is a more of a thought and a more of a it have a little more skill in it for me personally. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. You gotta be patient with the with like events like the four and the eight and stuff. You gotta be patient and yeah. have a race plan and stick to your race plan. Mm-hmm, yeah. exactly. And you always kind of have to execute something somewhat of a perfect race. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, Marshall, we talk about like I mentioned that you and I were together in Brooklyn. Like yeah. talk, talk about your time in Brooklyn, like your early club girl. Um, Brooklyn really 
really set, like really made me fall in love with track. You know, that's where it was an environment where, you know, after school, I mean, we were still young. You see, we was like primary school still? Yeah, primary school. Going into yeah, primary, primary school. school, we come together. Yeah, so, you know, we come together after school. You know, we all train hard, you know, especially when it had like the older guys there. You know, I also use them as a motivation because like, you seeing these guys like go into character, mm. go into like regional meets, go into worlds. And it's like, you know, one day, you know, you want to be, you want to be, you know, making the national teams and stuff. So once you're in that type of environment, it kind of puts you mentally like, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is one, this is, I, I know I want to set goals and stuff. So yeah. it was just fun. It was just hey, it was well fun. <laughs> I go into Brooklyn games and, and yeah, Hampton yeah, games yeah. and Simplex yeah. games and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where did after Brooklyn go? Because, like, um, between from Brooklyn days and to you being an Olympian, it kind of cloudy for me because I'm not really sure what your journey was in between that time. So, where, what was your time? Um, so cloudy after. Yeah. I said cloudy for plenty because, like, you just come out of the blue, at least for me. Just come <laughs> nah, out of the blue. Nah. So basically, after Brooklyn went to Trevor James, um, this would have been 2009, 2010, and then I made my first the team, 2010, went to Cayman. And then after that, it's like, all right, cool. Okay, I like this. All right, I'm going to use Shrek to get a scholarship to go away because, you know, at that point, that was a goal yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. use Shrek to, to, you know, come out of Trinidad, get a scholarship, whatever. Um, Then after that, it was just... One after the next, I just keep improving every year. 2012 went to Olympics at, at I want to say at 16. 16, yeah. And then, yeah, and then after that, it was just improvement every year. Was, was dedicated to the grind. Every year, I was seeing improvement, and then I was offered a, a contract in 2014, and then I was here ever since. Mm. Well, I remember that 2010 Krifta, because I myself was pushing to go to that, that Krifta that year, and as I say, things mm-hmm. just happened, and I end up not yeah, yeah. getting selected to go. But yeah, um um what was like how 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 you made the link from um how you made the link to go to the national team? Like how you get selected to go to Curfta and then who was the coaches that selecting on these? Um so how you get selected to go Curfta is you have the trials and then you place I wanna say top four. Yeah, you top four and then one two Top four, you automatically selected. Mm. So top two would run the individual event, and then the next two would be really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I remember yeah, that. And yeah. you talk about Olympics. You going to Olympics at 16. That is mad, bro. Yeah, but that's yeah, that was a, that. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a really good experience. So talk to me about that. How was your um, experience at 16? <laughs> um it, so that year, 2012, we also had World Juniors that year. So I came fifth at World Juniors, um, which was a very difficult race. Like, one of my hardest races at Juniors ever. You know, that one, you know, I don't know if you know Santos. Santos. I think he went on to came, I want to say, second at the Olympics that year. Uh, what was his first, first name? Um, Leguidan Santos from yeah. Dominica. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He won World Juniors 2012. Um, came fifth. I was like, well, I just wanted to make the final top five in the world. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, then, yeah, from there, went on to the Olympics. You know, I was the reserve, but the experience to me was was motivating. You know, because I was also roommate with Kishon. And he yeah. got a gold medal. So that was yeah. also like, 
because you know we both came from Wojnas together to travel to the Olympics. Uh-huh. We went from Barcelona straight to London, and you know he was my roommate then. And you know when he got his goal, you know I'm still, you know I was like two years younger than him, still trying to you know get my be on you know on, on that level. So like all that was like motivation to me is just being in that same type of environment. That's where I actually met my coach too, because through Keston and he had Keston and Kelly. So my coach I have now, I met him back in 2012. And he yeah. when he came to the to the camp to coach Keston and Kelly and um I met him there. I know we suddenly we sat and we talked, whatever. And then I was just falling in love with track more and more every year. Well yeah, even though it was always so that yeah, you're still running the heats. No, I didn't run. I didn't run. You didn't run at all. Yeah, I didn't run at all. I swear I see you don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I was three away. Yeah, but that's still a good experience to have though, like being at the Olympics. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And then Marshall, let me just ask a question. Yeah, so, go ahead. Wait, before you went to this in 2012, right? So I was just asking, mm-hmm. this year was also your World Cup year, but with the COVID pandemic, that would have been Olympic year. year. Olympic year. Olympic year. What's it? <laughs> it's a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Uh, it's a football talk show, so it's actually supposed to be a Euro year, not a, a World Cup year. But anyway, um, okay. with regards to the Olympics and the Premier, that's the Premier event every four years. I imagine you're training. You said they will return to the states the first of January, so that would have been to prepare for the Olympics. But now that the Olympics yeah. is rescheduled to next year, what kind of training program you all going through to kind of get the body ready for the Olympics? Um, so basically going into Olympic year, you know, coach would obviously like step things up a notch, you know, because that is that is what every athlete dreams about the Olympics. So, you know, last year when we were training so hard, you know, everybody in our group was in like tip-top shape. Once you get the email, they're shutting things down, they basically cancel the track season, they cancel Olympics. That was just like I mean it was devastating for all of us because mentally, like to to all the work that we've done, like basically went to waste. But then it's like you're in a situation now is like it's not a your problem, it's a world problem where people actually like dying and stuff. So it's like at that point it's, it's beyond anybody control. So it's just like to refocus. You know, and as an athlete, you have to be able to to make that switch on and off because that's what we paid to do. We paid to compete, we paid to train. So it's just to refocus and also regroup and you know finish off the year we still had meets to run because in our contracts we have a certain amount of races to run so we had to figure out a way to do that as well so we just finished off our year last year you know compete where we can compete you know what we can do and that's you know rest we had we had like like six week rest and then we started back up again so we back at it right now preparing for okay, the Olympics so next year it's human nature when things change especially looking forward July August that this is going to be Olympic time and then the yardstick move. How your mental preparation to not get despondent or not get take your eye off the prize. How is that mentally yeah. for you to prepare anybody and then just see random change? Um yeah, you just have to deal with the situation at hand. Like just, you know, this is what's happening in the world. You know, whatever you do, training we've done in the past, all right, cool. It's just to know, you know, as I said, refocus, regroup, and you know, and let's hit it again. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, Scarlett. Yeah. But how you was um how you was doing your personal training during the pandemic? Like while um to be honest, we our group didn't stop training. Like we trained through the entire pandemic, so it really wasn't a problem for me to say. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. What about you yourself? Like personal training? What what you what you just do? Well, personal training. I do like swimming. You know, I go on long runs. You know, push. I have a TRX at home. Do TRX. You know, that's a little extra stuff. That's to keep my body. That's for the edge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in terms of being in Florida, what you got the cases of COVID rising, etc. How do you balance that? Going out to train, staying safe, borders and Trinidad being close. How do you um just maintain um, a balance in terms of interacting with people, but not really interacting with people and getting up again? Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Like, um, it just got to be smart. It just got to, you know, follow protocols. You know, every time I, the only place I go right now is like to practice and to the store or something like very rare. I may have like something extra to do, but I try not to interact with like people outside of practice too much because... You know, I don't want to be sick for catch the coronavirus. Now I have to quarantine for 14 days. So that's me missing 14 days of practice. So, and I can't afford to miss 14 days of practice on Olympic year. And that's providing if I don't even get sick bad. So let's say in a worst case scenario, I, I'm hospitalized. Now I probably have like a, like a lung infection or, or whatever are the symptoms of the coronavirus. So, you know, it's just as an athlete, just to be smart and to be, you know, wise about the situation and understand what's happening around, you know, what's happening around the world today. And just, you know, just remember that my goal is to basically to, to go practice, to train hard and, you know, and all the extra stuff is to let's put on pause till, you know, everything gets better. Yeah. Well, let me kind of track back. 2016 Olympic 400 final, Marshall Senior versus Wade Van Cook. <laughs> Talk to me about Aris. Well, I believe Kirani Kirani was in that too. Or are the finals? Yeah, finals. So in the heats, right? The second round of the 400. I beat Vanny Cook in that round. Yeah. Yeah. He came second to me in the heat, so I was like, all right, cool. I was like, he's probably injured. So I was like, hmm, I'm in a yeah. good position to medal. So in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm going in this race at top three. Yeah. <laughs> and then the finals came, and I was, I, honestly, I was mentally in the right place. That way I was able to run, you know, 44 my PR to this day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my body, you know, was amazing, tip-top shape. Mm. And, you know, it just didn't go as planned. It was just, it was one the fastest 400 meters ever in history of 400. Um, and, you know, timing was just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably didn't execute a to me, it was my perfect race, but when you know when we watch over the film with my coach, you know, mm. we do a lot of film watching. Um, there were certain points in the race where I could uh, probably like kick or or do or do something better than what I did. Yeah. So but you know, I just thank God to be there and for the experience. Well when you see when you when you're like coming down to the last 150 and you see Vanny Cook. Going in, yeah, and he was in the too, I think. Yo, he was so far out, I didn't even yeah. see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, one, I was in lane three. At that point, like, what are you, you, you thinking? What are you thinking, man? He's so far, what are you thinking? You could, you, you, like, the first place gone. To be honest, like, I was so zoned in, I wasn't seeing, I wasn't even seeing, I think I was probably seeing LeSean and Karani, but him was not in my vision. So I probably thought, like, he hopped out the race or he stopped. Only when I finished oh, the race and I see 43. He was that far. 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, because I'm, I'm on the inside. I'm on the in three. So he's in yeah. the eight or Yeah, he's like an eight. So he's like far out on the outside. Mm. So I, all I could have like, I don't want to like, because you know, like when you're in a straight line and you like turn your head, that could like throw you off like yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. my head is dead straight in my vision. I could probably see Karani and LaShawn, but him, I was not seeing him. Till mm. after the race where it's like, I look at the clock, new world record, 40, 43. Oh, I was just like, nah. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> But that was your um, that was your personal best time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my personal best. Time. I finished fourth. Yeah, fourth. Yeah. Boy, that was so unfortunate, bro. Cause I was I was yeah, all watching yeah, you on yeah. TV, bucking your heart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, please medal, please medal. Oh gosh, Marshall, come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's um, cool, though. That's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a learning experience, and I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. If it's hard Olympics this year, you will have medal for sure. I think so. My mind was Medellin, just yo. Medlin next year. <laughs> I had my mindset on the prize for this year, but that's I mean the extra time to prepare. Where it's like, okay, we probably didn't do certain stuff this year. Now I can actually like include that into my training schedule. So now you don't know why I just included like doing like swimming to you know get my breathing better. I'm um, yeah. doing like drills in the pool. You know I'm just doing a lot of stuff to strengthen, strengthen my body and strengthen my my mind around the 400. So. So, so I'm you, just kind of glad that... For you, this is not a setback. It's more a blessing in disguise. It gave you more yeah, time it's a blessing in disguise. Definitely, definitely. Because now, in the time of Corona, I was in like a lot of research, like, you know? I just beside my, my craft off the track. So it's like, no, I can't... We don't have a track to trade on. We can't, you know, get better on the track. All right, let me do research now to make... You know, what can I include in my trade next year that I can get better? So that was like my goal this year. You know, that's being home, having free time and stuff. But that research... you know, and every, all the information in the world is on the internet, so take a yeah. part of the internet. You, yeah, that's typing whatever you're thinking and you get information. Well, I was now going to ask if that research include any diet changes. Definitely. It did. Oh, so you start eating more, eating less? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. I start, so what I do, I try to eat clean in the week, like Monday to Friday. I try to eat like, have like a, like a nutrition schedule or whatever, and I'll probably like, junk on the weekend because you know it's the weekend Cheap you know day. you can relax late back but yeah but once in the week i try to eat like healthy as possible uh well, what is healthy um so for breakfast i usually have like oats or or like like a like a, like eggs um sometimes coffee that's the, you know that's to wake my body up because we train at nine o'clock so that's the kind of wake my body up mm. um for lunch i try to have like a sometimes i'll have like a salad um, like a chicken salad, just you know, you know, with veggies, you know, protein, whatever. And for dinner, I'll have like a like probably like sweet potatoes with baked chicken and veggies. Like be- before you go, well, going to training. Um, mm-hmm. how how much hours in advance like you wake up? Like if you are training at nine, what time you wake up? Um, I would wake up like seven, half seven. Mm. Because for me, I, I just car. If I have training in the morning, mm-hmm. I just had to wake up like. If I have training for nine, I had to wake up like five o'clock. Because my body do wake up in the morning at all. I had to wake up four hours. Exactly, I had So my body do wake up in the morning at all. So if I wake up seven, eight o'clock, and I go to training, I will die. <laughs> I will vomit on the place, bro. Wow, that is yeah. a long time. Yeah. Marshall, do you have a dietitian or do you prepare your own yeah, meals? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, we have a we have a nutritionist. 
Your nutritionist will be nutritionist yeah, prepared for me or you? Well, we have a nutritionist that's attached to our group. She basically, like, check our check all our like, supplements to make sure everything is clean. Sometimes if she is not sure about a supplement, she'll call the company to make sure it's not being, like, it's batch tested. Yeah. Not, to make sure, like, that company is not making, like, because, you know, sometimes companies, like, one company may make, like, 10 different brands or other products. So what she basically do, she call, she'll call her company, make sure that company is not making a specific product with other products. So, you know, it won't yeah. be contaminated now. Because, you know, okay. like, that's, like, that's simple ways athletes get popped for drugs. Um, so yeah. she makes sure, you know, all our vitamins are clean, make sure we we don't take any steroids, any, make sure everything is just, you know, because sometimes athletes may go to the yeah. store, buy, like, a random, you know, a random vitamin or random mm, yeah. product, and there's a stimulant in it that, that is on the ban list. Yeah. So she makes sure that's good. So she, you know, give us like a meal plan, go to the store, get this. This is the healthier bread to buy. This is, you know, get this vegetable. Mix, mix this smoothie, you know. Just, she just, you just talk to her what you need and she would give you everything, all the information. And then sometimes, okay. you know, you just can't do research on your own. Just, you know, more knowledge yeah. the better. So you ever get any drug problems? No, no, no. Okay, never. good, good. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that one thing I scared. <laughs> that's my yeah. biggest scare ever in life. You have like a drug candle. Nah. I just say you, you don't know. You don't know what the drugs could yeah, be yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you so could go in any type of product. I send it to her. Say, yo, is this good? And then once she gives me the okay, I go put it. Cause I, and I think recently, Tara athlete who that, that was the case is. I can't remember who yeah, that has always been the case. So, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but it, it was just a, a normal product that went on intake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had drugs on the ban list. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every year they update the ban list. And, you know, sometimes you wouldn't even be aware. Uh-huh. And sometimes that that particular drug, wouldn't, you wouldn't even see benefits. <laughs> in the time, but it's in the product. So yeah. And it's, so, it's always some minor, minuscule drug. Yeah, it's like some, right, yeah, some random. <laughs> some random, yeah. I'm coming back in one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good day, Marshall. Mm-hmm. I was actually cooking that sort of Oh, oh, oh. Maybe chicken out here. You smell something burning? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this chicken needs to come on this over now. <laughs> Just a, a quick question as I asked in with regards to your uh, everyday training and thing. How how what does your rest pattern like? What do you train every day, every other day? How does your rest? Yeah, go, so we train we train Monday to Friday, um, from nine o'clock to like, let's say one, two. So we have track practice first and then we gym. Okay. Yeah, and Wednesday is like our yeah, every day. Well, except for Wednesday. So Wednesday we have classroom sessions where you know coach basically tell us okay so we are doing this he explains to us why we are doing certain things and we'll watch like watch yeah. our videos on on a wednesday we would you know discuss diet we would discuss you know whatever track related stuff mm-hmm. and we also do have like core sessions on a wednesday you know like that wednesday's like our rehab day when we come to the gym we have like the normal tech boots we can you know do the boots you know you re- roll out you could go yeah. to the pool, do some exercise in the pool. So it's like a day where, like, you know, that's the, not to be in bed all day. That's to come out of the house, yeah. mm-hmm. get blood flow, get, you know, that circulation back, you know, prepare for Tuesday. And do a podcast, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a so quick, quick, quick question, Marshall. <laughs> quick question, Marshall. In terms of, like, yeah, you, say, you said about junk food. What about junk food or alcohol? 
how any part or as is Olympic um, those things are far from you. Yeah, you know, we treat our body like like race cars. You know, we, you know, athletes, we heavily invested. You know, we spend a lot on our body. So, you know, you don't want to put like regular gas into, into a nice Ferrari. You got you to put like yeah. the, the, the premium. So, yeah. you know, it's the same thing with like an athletic body. So, you try to eat healthy because one, you got to, especially with alcohol too, you got to worry about recovery. So, recovery is like our biggest thing as an athlete where you always have to be prepared for the next day. You know? That's how you get like most of your efforts and most of your your work done. Once you, you once you, once your the, the quicker your body can recover, is the best you get out of the training practice and things. And that's another day you take to get better. So, you know, it's all those little factors that come into play as a as an athlete. Well, that takes some. I'll take some pieces. This one your book boy, because I I just struggle with it. <laughs> and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, athletes too, huh? <laughs> you know, no, for real, for real, yeah. that is true. Like you all run for ninety minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and and the fitness is, test is crazy, bro. That fitness test, fitness, that, this is crazy. Yeah, fitness test. So wild. when you had fitness test, Scarlett, what time you wake up? Three o'clock? Because fitness test. <laughs> no, that that fitness test, I actually wake up late. I wake up like seven o'clock, and I die wild. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, you couldn't do it? Nah, I I after a lap, I was dead, bro. Wow. Because you had to do the fit, the fitness test and a beep test for ten laps. And you have six sprints to do in under is five seconds. Ten yeah. laps. Six. Yeah, ten yeah. laps. So you jog for ten laps. Is a beep test. Is a beep test. So okay. you have a certain time to reach from one cone to the next, and then you have yeah. a recovery period, and then you have to reach okay, the okay, next okay, cone okay. and then continue. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, and I, I think we had we had the um we start at seven o'clock. And I probably wake up maybe six and I get there for half six. And I was dead, bro. I didn't even eat nothing. <laughs> I just <laughs> well, I do I, I don't think I'd like to eat before the, that when when it's that early, I'd like to eat because I find I need to eat at least two or three hours before to kind of set my stomach. If I eat only a half mm-hmm. an hour to do that intense running. You will vomit. You yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. What, like why acts with when you act like acts so martial is that. No, if I ever have to eat something earlier, I'll eat something like oat, something that don't have any kind of taste or anything. Yeah, yeah. You want to eat something like yeah, a fried plant, like, yeah. You want to eat something like something a fried like, plant, you know, a big bread and cheese or something or, to kind of or fruit, you know, like yeah, a banana or oh, yeah, 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 some grapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, get get some sugars in your body so your body could, you know, get some mm-hmm. carbs in. Mm-hmm. Marshall, on a national level, you had some important runs and important. Races as a mm-hmm. national athlete, and I think about the four by four hundred race, where you came mm-hmm. back and put us in a memorable position. You wanna just, but like I, I know everybody will wanna get some kind of feedback about that. You're thinking <laughs> that was for world um, champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Champs, uh... You're thinking at the time um, with the disappointment that probably where you received the battle and where it ended, the happiness where it ended and. The country could imagine so shouting at the TV. What was that moment for you being on that stage and pulling off that comeback? So, to be honest, that was the most like in terms of like our Trinidad team. That was the most connected team I ever like you know ran with. You know that was like guys that you know as juniors we grew up together. You know Asa, Dream, Diolando. We grew up together from Krifta, and now we're on the on the senior stage. So, you know. Going into like us going into Japan with that team, that was like you know like we were so excited, 
And then reaching there, USA had like like eight guys. So they had to they they were in a position where they could have switched out teams, heat and finals where we wasn't we you know we had to run the same team and it was like a two-day fan like, like back to back. So we had to run the same teams back to back. So we were just like you know super excited to be there to to you know compete on you know our mind every single body in the team mind was in the right place, you know. You know, Dion Lando, he made sure we he crowned us really well. You know, Asa, that was his first senior team. So, you know, mentally, we all in a in a right space. So we at that point now, we all were, you know, in somewhat of good shape. So we just need to go there and execute. And that's what we did on race day. You know, we all, you know, hold each other down. You know, everybody played their part, and you know, and me on the last leg, you know, once I got the battle in like second or third. And I saw the guy in front of me. I was just like, all right, cool. I'm going to time my run. And I'm going to make my move. I normally make my move coming off the, the bend. Like, the, that was like the last 120. And, you know, I would just be like, yo, it's a final. This is the last race for the for the championship. So, I'm going to just give it my all, whatever I got. And that's what I did. And once I realized that I would close it in on the guy, I just, you know, that kind of pumped my adrenaline more. So, I was like, all right, keep going, keep going, keep going. And it's just like, you know, I didn't give up, and I caught the guy on the line. It sounds like you're here, and I said, that's human. Because everyone <laughs> said, go and catch him, go and catch him, go and catch him. Go and catch him. Yeah, you catch you know, him, good. pass him, beat him. <laughs> Yo, good energy transfers. So, you know, I probably yeah. felt that good energy. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of gave me a, a drive and a push, too. Okay. That's a so big up everybody for Trinidad for, for support. Yeah, big up Trinidad all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, that's yeah. a quick question. In terms of you... You said that the USA had about eight guys so they could have swapped out. How would yeah. that have worked in terms of medals? Well, how much medals do they give? So I think um, they give medals for six. I probably exaggerated eight. <laughs> so it probably was a, it would have been six guys. So in an in a Olympics and World Champs, you can make two changes. So they, they give six medals. They give six medals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I think it's Lalon Gordon. Was he part of the um, that group with you Nah, it was Jareem Richards, Dion Lendo, Isa Guevara, and myself. Oh, we had a reserve, a young guy from point two. Um point again, boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's what's his what's his name? Uh Onal. Onal Mitchell. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, he he was like he just I think he, I wanna say he was a junior still at that point, and he just went to college this year. Or last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's definitely one to look out for in the future too. Okay. So, would you consider that? I mean, a number of people consider that you're probably one of your best runs ever. Do you? Is it up there for you in terms of being in a final and being in the position um, you're already? My best run for me would always be the Olympics. Olympics. The Olympics. <laughs> 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 please. Yeah. Trump's relay, but you know, relays, relays, fun. You know, relays, country. You know, relays where. You know, we come together as a team and we just go have fun. Okay, so it's, but it's definitely would be runners. one of my best races ever. Okay, like okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So in terms of the four by four team for the Olympics, are y'all how would, would you all be training individually and then when we get together, then training will continue? Yeah. So how it works? Everybody trains in their respective under their respective coach and their trainer. Come dream, just come to our. Group, so I trained with Dream Richards. Now he's in our group. Um, Asa, he trains with I don't know if you guys know Stevie Gardner. No, from the Bahamas, he's like no. world champs. He, he won the world champs last year. So Asa, he's in, he's on the he's with 
him, so he's in a good group as well. So, so you know, tr- honestly, like, look forward for Trinidad 4x14 next year. You know, we'll definitely be, you know, one to look out for because now every, like, most other guys now actually train in environments where they're in a professional environment. I think, I want to say Issa would, would have been still in school back then. So now everybody's, like, in, in a professional environment. Everybody, like, you know, is training, no distractions, so... Well, talking about that professional environment, do do Trinidad athletes have to go abroad to be able to to produce at the highest level? I mean, no. That is, I would say that's a personal preference. If you can train home, and you know. That is all up to you, but you know, it, in terms of being away, when you're in Trinidad, you basically trained with like you train with like mostly younger guys, mm. you know, and you know, one compete against younger guys, you compete against professionals. So once you are yeah. now in a professional environment where you have other guys pushing you, you know, that makes your your mind stronger because I train with like three, forty-four guys. Mm-hmm. So I got to, like, be on top of my game every single day in practice. Like, I can't yeah, slip yeah, yeah. one day because the day I slip, yeah. So, you know, just being, like, in a professional environment mentally prepares you for, for the professional world versus you train in Trinidad. There's not much professional athletes in Trinidad. And you just train with, like, a bunch of kids. So now you always, you know, you always be ahead of them. Like, you always be in front. They, they won't be able to keep yeah. up with you. So yeah. now you're not, you, you got to push yourself. You got nobody to push you. So it's more the you case that so it's just it's more the case that um you can only improve when you have young people better than you. Better than you, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So or that is when you fight, when you have competition. You can't yeah, yeah, get better yeah, if you come to Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just you just be already having fun. <laughs> because I, I mean, Jay, you did it. Respect to Jay, you do. Jay, you did it in 2014. He trained you know, that, that entire year and he won yeah. World Champs in 2014. So I don't know how how he did it, but respect to him for you know. And I was going to use Ade as an example too, because I think Ade was still with um he was still in Trinidad when he went to Olympics in Oh, for real? Yeah. Because Ade was on Ade was on the relay team. He I think he ran the He was on twenty twelve. He was on twenty twelve relay team. Oh wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ran he ran the relay in twenty twelve. That wasn't it. I I started watching track in OE. Like the 100 meter final is what made me start watching track, and that kind of made me want to run track. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I can't think recall. I, 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 I think it was weird. I think it was weird that he was on the, the, the relay team before I won team. I can't remember. Okay. But yeah, he was in Trinidad. I'm a point. Point that he was in Trinidad when he was yeah, when, yeah. He, when he went to Olympic. So that would bring up the question if you need to go abroad. To, to, I mean, we have the yeah. facilities in Trinidad, no doubt. Like, we have the Manny Rams and the Hazy Crawford. We have, you know, Trinidad is open. They, every week there's a, a new gym open in Trinidad. So we have definitely, no doubt, have the facilities. But it's just, you know, do you want to train around people you're better than by far? Or you want to train around people that who are better on your you. level or, or better, better than, than you? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, you know, personal preference of, you know, the individual of the athlete. For me personally, I would choose to go outside and train. Just for me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I think even the um I just read a lot where sometimes the stadium close or they're doing this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's always problems. When you when you're on an Olympic mindset or you focusing on 
getting out there, you need to be in the same situations where if you see action chain and action half an hour, the security not making it issue because what my child doing here so late, it's supposed to leave. Sometimes, I like, sometimes I go to the man around yeah, sometimes I will come home and go to the man around and they, they don't want you to run on the grass. So it's like, you don't want to, yeah. like, warm up uh, on the truck and then, yeah, it's like the simple things, like, as as he say, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only when they win a gold medal, then it's like, all right, he had to train, he had to yeah. train. Yeah, yeah, like, like, why, why wait till then? Why yeah. not, you know, give the athlete respect? Why give the athlete their space? And, you know, the stadium is to be used. Like, the stadium is not to, not to be used. And then yeah. sometimes I just think like the stadium is a multi-purpose facility. So sometimes you might go to train and have a poly game. Sometimes you exactly. might go to train and then exactly, have, exactly, exactly, like, so exactly, like, exactly. That used to be the even case because I don't yeah, know. Even in the case for good, good um, even in the case for good quality venue. Let's say you come from point and you go manual, you might have a game there. Then you have to go out to Bolton, and yeah, it's like yeah, it's exactly. not like you're going to ride yeah. across the road and go down the road. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I don't really remember Marshall yep. um, when a time we had Brooklyn training and it had um, clubs and all of them playing. Clubs and all somebody. No, that playing. happened all the time because one, there's the intercal season and then there's the pro league season and then there's like, you know, so it's now you got to work around that yeah, schedule. So yeah, you got to yeah. improvise. Okay, if I supposed to probably have like a certain, you know, workout on that particular day, now I got to like do something or, mm-hmm. you know, work around that schedule now so it's just the logistics of training home is just it's a lot yeah it is because remember I, I don't know if you were there but it had a game in money i'm drawing and coach constance if you remember him i mm-hmm. i i i think he which um at the yeah and then it was a whole different scene at the bowler too because this the scheduling and thing yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's so a yeah as you say it's a whole big scene it's to, yeah it's difficult yeah, more, more. <laughs> but even in, in terms of like when you're, you're available in Trinidad, do you have the same facilities available in terms of the nutritionist, etc.? Um, so once when I'm home, most time is like either vacation or business, or if I'm home to run, it would be for senior champs. And I would come, I would be in Trinidad like let's say like a couple of days before senior champs. So, and I would stay part of Spain because, you know, to commute from south to north and have to compete, you know, it's kind of difficult. Especially as a professional athlete, where we go to meet and we hop on our bus, like, they would provide buses for us, whatever. Like, you know, like, how it is for football. You stay in a yeah. hotel, they have bus there, you know, they carry it to the meet, they bring you back. So, you know, as an athlete, you kind of get accustomed to that routine. You know, once it's race day, you stay in a hotel, you know, you clear your mind from everyone, everything. You have no worries. You know, you go to the stadium right there. You know, you compete. So, you know, as, as an as a athlete, you kind of you be in a particular, in a zone, zone, yeah. You have, a, you have like, your schedule and you kind of try to stick to it. You kind of try to, you know, stay on that path. So, you know, I, I mean, home is home. I, I hardly even come to that. So when I come to that, I want to have, like, my mom cooking, mm-hmm. you know, and she would try her best to, you know, cook something, you know, healthy, mm-hmm. you know, like provision, you know, whatever, whatever I like. She would say, yo, we want to eat, whatever, you know, and... When I come, I must have barbecue, original barbecue. That's, you know, the best barbecue. So, you know, so, you know, it's just three, it's, it's somewhat three lakhs too, so. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But in terms of, like, in, when you're here, I understand exactly what you're saying because you feel like, boy, sometimes you're on the bus, sometimes you're on the go, and you don't want to have the stress of having to do some community. Because some the bus coming an hour before, pick them up, camera. Yeah. Then yeah, to come break yeah, it, it'll yeah, be something yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask one more thing quick, Marshall. In terms of you as a 
professional um and any young person aspiring to be a professional will from point where you're major do you have yourself so like any young person at, at aspiring to be a professional like somebody call you there he got call so is that information <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so how long you been in the, the podcast since september since september mm-hmm. yeah Because I always wanted to, to start a podcast and I just keep pulling off on it and saying, all right, I will get to it, but I never really get to it. Mm-hmm. And September, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go in and do it. So, yeah. Because I, I, was, I, was, I was always against, um, like, this online talking because I was never a talker, so... Mm-hmm. like doing online video call and thing that was that was out of my comfort zone now. Mm. but you know comfort is the enemy of progress now. if you want to true that is you want to go on you had a had a commodity comfort zone so yeah 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 how put a quote in my back pocket from now yes every time you you're feeling lazy you don't want to train yeah yeah i remember <laughs> yeah, that yeah i remember that fuck well, I, i don't know if you could talk no. more this Oh, come on. Yeah, good. Mhm. Make it going out, listen. Oh, I was saying like I don't know if you could talk about it, but you could tell we have out here um the Adidas deal. Hey. You uh after you you put on your pot and thing on this too. Yeah. Let's make sure your food is burning. <laughs> Guys, so everybody concerned in and out. The internet just decided to play. I don't know if you getting frightened today. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it bought on my side too. That was plugging the, the cable now. Oh, you're plugging the internet cable. I was asking Marshall in terms of what ad- advice you give young professionals. Um, you know, once, you know, I tell all youngsters, you know, whatever sport you're doing, you know, don't ever think that you can't not reach out. Especially me living in these states now where... One thing with Trinidad, let me just, you know, touch on this once, you know, a little bit. One thing about Trinidad, we look at sport as a hobby, Yeah. you know, and in America, they look at sport as a career. Yeah. So, you know, in Trinidad, they have the mindset of, you know, if you don't go to school, you'll never be nothing like sports mm. or career, you know, where blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I got a lot in school. And when I come across here, it's like the mindset is everybody here want to get a kid in sports, everybody, you know, because... You know, we have the mindset in Trinidad, sports don't have money in it, whatever. Mm. But, you know, in Trinidad, sports can be an avenue where, okay, you use sports. You can, more people don't know, you can get a scholarship. If you don't even have the grades, you can go, like, to a junior college. Mm-hmm. You know, where you go to, like, a junior college where they will get your grades off you to go, like, a D1 school. You know, and that's where, you know, now you put yourself in a position where companies going to see you. You know, different sponsors going to see you, 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 you end up with a degree and, you know, so they kind of practice the wrong thing home. Like, you know, education is everything. Education is like, yes, education is everything, but you can, there's a balance. You know, there's always a balance with sports and education. Well, so, you on know, that note, on that note of, you say sports is a hobby. My father says it all the time and he's big up all the time to it. <laughs> he remember, yeah. Uh, he will say that. <laughs> hey, show um, the pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he will say that, um. Two of the highest industries, two of the highest paying industries in the world, is sports and entertainment. Forget, yes. forget law, forget 
um, business, is. forget engineering, sports, but I think and entertainment. This P way more. Yep. So yeah, yeah, but it's, 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 it's have a number of pitfalls. So like even locally, like Marshall talking about in the states. If you don't make it as a pro, it's a scholarship. It's a junior college, as he said. I think in yeah. that it's basically scholarship of us. If you don't get a scholarship, is that how much men? I know plenty guys we grew up with from point from Sando when I was in school in terms of zoners and stuff. They were the top dogs and thing, and then after school, nothing happened. I didn't see them, and it's like their career over. So I think that because really like to me, people do they don't have proper guidance. You know, they don't. Yeah. Some people just naturally don't it. know. They they don't yeah. know the avenues that they can take to you know take their sport yeah. further. So they just become okay. What what next? You know. But I some of us who out of trainer now, we were lucky enough to have people guiding yeah, us. Okay. I know along the way, you start figuring out new stuff. You know, you meet new people. Okay, you understand different things. And, you know, and it does, it does happen like that. But, like, I, you know, that's one thing I can wish I could come back home to, like, you know, like, to preach to, to, to different schools, whatever. To, like, you know, sports is, sports is now, you know, part of the world economy. You know, sports is now part, sports is a career. You know, some of these guys who plays, you know, football, they're making $150,000 a week. Like, what job you can get in the world that pays you $150,000 a week? Exactly. True. Exactly. Yeah, so, so that's, you know, as, you know, I tell the youngsters, you know, whatever sports you know, whether it be cricket, even the cricketers, you know, they, these guys go to IPL and they're making millions. Yeah. You know, so whatever sports you're doing, whether it's football, track, cricket, you know, whatever sport, you know, that's, that's, that's stick to, that's stick to, you know, have, you have your goals, you know, talk to people like, like, start to talk to people like outside of Trinidad to start to communicate yeah. with school, with coaches, whatever, to figure out how can I now take my talent to these states that, you know, that I probably it won't have to come out my pocket. Mm, in the yes. time, because school, they, they might be like a small school who just started up a program. They may, okay, you're a soccer player. They watch your videos, whatever. They like you, your grades, you know, your grades good. They, they give you a scholarship. So now you're in an environment where, you know, a million things can happen. You can be, be your game probably straight on TV. Uh, a D one, a better school, see your potential, see your talent, and now they they transfer you. They they want you. You understand? And, and you know that's how things are just happen in sport. Yeah. The America life take you hard. The highest in soccer, boy. Oh, Lord, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, just I know this is too. I didn't even realize. You mentioned cricket. That cricket thing is a big. Like avenue for players to yeah. go into because Puran, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puran is a man. Like just the other day, I was playing all fours with Puran in class, and now he is a, a IPL player. Now he's an IPL star. Yeah, that's he goes to Australia. You know that. He that, goes to Australia. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how sport is. Like you, you know, you have a good season, and then now every now you scouts are watching you, and that's how you just end up. That's how you keep progressing in sports. I think now is a time to uh, sports should be taken seriously in general. Yeah, it should definitely. Should be, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely. we need a, a ex-sports player as the sports minister, so that way they can understand the crisis that athletes can be with yep, better. Yep, because that's my personal feeling, and, and I, that's and separate from bias, brothers. That's I separate agree. from for football fortress. I just pointed out there that my personal experience is that we should get a sports minister that's an ex-sports person to understand what athletes need to carry. What athletes go through, yeah. No, they, not they only, it's not only the minister because you need it. You need a, a, that kind of person in charge of the NAAA, in charge of TTFA, 
charge of WICB, all these things, eh? in charge of yeah. the private institutions. That um, we need them what, I, people. what I observe too, especially being an athlete, especially at living in a first world country, is like I think people back home, especially these, you know, presidents of the TTFA, president of the entries, they, they have these old thinking, they have these, their mindsets still back in. Yeah. They are these, you know, they because don't. Because it's, it's old people. Yeah, in charge. exactly. They don't think. They don't think twenty twenty. Yeah. And beyond, they think okay, you know, like they have a mindset where it's like I didn't get nothing as an athlete back in my day, so you yeah. you you mm. deserve, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's the kind of. So so <laughs> yeah, back, back in the day we said drink, we see porridge and banana and one run. You do the same thing. Yeah, that exactly. They don't take any time to do proper research. Yeah. to do proper research you know because every day you know we evolve and you know people figuring yeah. out new ways to you know just make life easier or whatever they don't take any time to do that they just all right they're stuck in their ways and it's like all right cool whatever yeah please go figure they don't, they don't even want to let the younger people with the who in tune come into the fort they just want to stay in the position and hug up the benefits and yeah yeah, yeah that is true yeah. that is true and they're not open to, to new ideas yeah and that's what i think even, even if you're in that position you need to have somebody in too close to the youth in and around you giving you ideas mm, because yeah. you can't tell me in a simple case where i was you know where athletes didn't have transportation they had to find a way to the stadium let's say it's a guy without transportation he had to sit down in a public maxi probably twister probably thing to reach you to walk inside and think when you're accustomed with proper facilities just carrying books right walk out you go into your mm-hmm. business yep 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 and even like like with being in a wrong and where I train, you know, we train in a, a Adidas group where everybody's sponsored by Adidas. Whereas a lot of USC athletes and USC track and field, they actually send a physio here. Like they send a physio in this area to, to make sure all the USC athletes are, you know, well taken care of. So that is the type of mindset that these first world countries doing. Like even with Great Britain, we have a guy, my, my training partner, Matthew Hutton Smith, he's from Great Britain. They would send physios, you know, and you know, make sure they're at least good. Anything they need, take care of them. And Trinidad, you're on your own. Oh, you mentioned the Adidas thing. Um, you talk to us about your Adidas deal. Um, so basically, um, I've been signed with Adidas since 2014. This is my, I want to say, my second contract. Could I? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how it says, they give you money. And you also have like benefits. So they have like a, a budget for clothes. They have a, a budget for, for flights. So I really pay for flights. They take care of flights. You have a budget for, for physio. But that, you know, would so be, they, um, that would be like like professional flights. It would be personal flights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professional flights. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So once I'm going to attract me, they would take care of And sometimes okay. like if if I don't go over my budget for, for track flights, they it because it's like a... A, yeah. s- a set amount uh, I can fly it you know, overlap into stuff. your personal yeah yeah okay, yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. so we yeah, have like yeah, a yeah. close budget they would send us like a bunch of stuff you know sometimes we could actually tell them yo you know I, I, I see this I like this and contact my agent they would send it out okay that so, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that nice that that nice yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool it's pretty cool but um, Adidas is your, your first brand deal yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay you, you wasn't with anybody before? No. Oh, yeah, but that is, that is good. And you said 2014, so it'll be about 18, 17, 18. Yeah, I came here when I was, I want to say 18, 2019 that year. Yeah, and, and, and for Adidas as a first brand deal, that is a big thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this guy, um, my agent, you know, he had Keston Bledman. No, you know Keston mm. Bledman. Yeah, yeah. So I'm signed with the same agent, Total Sport, and you know, he saw my, you know, talent, and he was like, so initially, right? Let me just tell the story before I go forward. So initially, when I came to this group, I wasn't signed with Adidas. I came to Adidas group. I wasn't signed. Um, Mr. Passad back in Trinidad, he asked the coach here if I can train here for World Juniors. And he was like, all right, cool. So, you know, come here as a 44-9, 45-9, sorry. I ran like 45-2. I dropped a whole second that year. So he mm. was like, wow. He was like, well, you know, I want you to stay. Like, I want you to be, you know, you know, I want to work with you because, you know, he never had an athlete that, he never had like an athlete where, you know, he's a he's a one-two guy. You know, he had Tyson Gay, you know, Keston, Ke- Shellyan. So he was like, yo, I want to work with you going forward. You know, that's, we give you like an Adidas deal, whatever, whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. So that ended up happening. So it ended up working out really good in my favor. You know, got an Adidas deal, end up staying to the group, man. You know, everything else was history. That is good, man. That is good. But it's good, good to see that you um doing these, these kind of big things, because... You know, I just say I know you from a long time. I see yeah. you doing. I see you doing. Yeah. And it's mad. I'll be. I I help you. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, you come a long way. Well, um, yeah, I think we could we could wrap up there. I will let um I will definitely let 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 pops um taking this part because I'm sure he will want yeah. to he want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, but even if um if I could like. Put him on to you sometime and yeah, yeah, talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I show he, he go yeah, on to you. That's no doubt. That's no doubt. You can give him a number. That's cool. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall, bro, it was nice. Thanks for coming on Hi. the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I hope we could get, get on for episodes in the future, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's it, man. I, you know, I have you. Yeah. Every Wednesday. <laughs> Every Wednesday. We have a. Yeah. <laughs> you keep good and all the best. For Olympics Aye, next bro. year and all the best like in between that two as well in training and all them things. Alright, cool. <laughs> yeah man, bless up. Yeah, yeah.